we are back to the most bingeable podcast out here on the net. This is your old boy DC. What up? And this is Diary of a Rideshare. That's right. I am your purveyor of odd, weird, strange, and uncannily true tales of what goes on in the rideshare or the rideshare world. So, jumping right on in, what up to all my new subscribers? I know I picked up a few over the weekend. Um, woohoo! <laughs> So it's been raining for most of this week and what well, weekend and uh odd, yes. Um <laughs> you know, other than the normal passing bags back to people so they don't puke in my vehicle. Um DC did go to jail. <laughs> yeah. You actually heard that one right. Um picked up a had a ping. Ping. And you know, I picked up this attractive young lady. Uh she was from a hotel. And, you know, cha-cha-ching, baby. We going 68 miles. And I'm like, where in the fuck are we going? Oh, yeah. So we're sitting there talking. And, uh, you know, rule number one, keep it kosher, keep it cordial. You know, don't get really invasive in people's lives, you know. Unless you, because I'm not fucking Isaac. You know, Isaac, the social bartender on, like, the love boat. Yeah, I ain't fucking Isaac, all right? But, you know, we had a conversation. I mean, 68 miles, yeah, conversation is going to be had. Because who wants to sit in a car, you know, listening to my ass or my music for 68 miles and, you know what, not say a goddamn thing? Not too many people. Except for that creepy psychopath, but I digress. So, you know, we're talking, you know, she's got a decent little black trench on and pretty much nothing else. Um, you know, a little gym bag with her and, uh, you know, we drive. She's like, yeah, I scheduled, you know, I had a special privilege to schedule this com, this conjugal. And I'm like, that's jail. Why is D.C. going to jail? Three places D.C. usually avoids. Jail, the Popo, or the Federales. Actively avoid them. Um, in that same top ten, uh, Road to Mordor, a.k.a. Route 40, uh, Middletown, Mordor, and Braddock Mountain, a.k.a. Mordor. Actively avoid those places. And I've added a few more. Ostertag Vista. Actively avoid going to those areas. But the Popo, the Jail, and the Federales are usually about top three. Yeah. So, of course, you know my face. Flag. Why the fuck am I going to jail? <laughs> fuck did I do? I ain't snitch on nobody. I ain't had no shit up in my car. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. So, she had a conjugal. So, you know, we pull up. On the gate. Driver, step out of your vehicle. Place both hands above your head. Open with your right hand the driver's door. Open with your right hand the passenger door. Open with your right hand the back passenger door. Passenger, step out. Driver, pop your hood, pop your trunk. 
Step two feet away from the vehicle behind the white line. I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. And mentally, you know, I'm already thinking to myself, I mean, you know, I ain't got no dope, I ain't got no weapons, um, you know. I ain't Chelsea Manning, so I ain't got, like, you know, no Julia Assange paperwork in my car. Um, you know, no Scooby-Doo and the gang bullshit, no Scooby Snacks. So, you know, I should be good. You know. Other than the fact that I'm being intimidated by a rather large man who has a very deep baritone voice and is not using a fucking bullhorn. Yeah. And he's holding a shotgun. Or was it a rifle? Either which way, it's a firearm. I'm unarmed. He's up high. I'm down low. Yeah. I've seen that movie. That shit don't end well. So any which way, you know, they strip search the car. I get back in. They're giving me directions. Go up ten, go up by half a cup by half a mile, make a left, go down, go through another set of steel gates. There's a parking lot. Park your vehicle, stay with your vehicle. So, you know, go do exactly what they say. Park the vehicle. You know, she jumps out, she goes into the office that's right next to these four trailers. And I'm like, whatever, not my problem. Because, you know, I'm getting cha-cha-ching, baby, because this is what? A round trip. You know, I don't think she actually want to stay up in jail. <laughs> and at this point in time, I can't actually leave her because, you know, I get half the pay up, I get half the pay coming back. So, you know, might as well make that shit worth my damn while. So she comes back, you know, she's talking to me, and she's like, you know, DC, I can't wear my shoes. And I thought the shoes, I'm like, yeah, you cannot wear stilettos inside to get your little freak nick on, okay? That shit ain't happening. I can tell you that one right now. Not happening. They consider them a weapon. They look cute. They consider them a re Are those red bottoms? But they consider them a weapon. <laughs> and, you know, so she reaches in the bag and, you know, she gets in the car, she takes off her sweatpants, because she had sweatpants, um, or pink pants, or whatever the hell those little yoga, or whatever the fuck they are, but you know, I step out, she gets undressed, and you know, back to the bra and panties, and you know, trench coat, modesty, decorum, so she gets out the car, she goes in the trailer, you know, I see them shuffleboarding this guy, you know, full chains and irons. And she, I mean, full chains, legs and waist, okay? So they shuffle them in, you know, secondary door, open it up, unchain them, put them in the room. And now I'm sitting. And then I hear it. These ain't the best made trailers. I'm hearing everything. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Because, you know, I've also got a guard. There's now a guard in the parking lot with me. You know, and he's leaned up against my car and he and I are talking. And, you know, thankfully he's talking to me because I'm tired of hearing. Right? Yeah. So. About an hour, about a half an hour, 45 minutes of that, she comes back out. You know, they go shuffle him back up, 
take him on away. She gets back in the car. She changes. Great. We're gone. Made my 120. And I got DC goes to jail. <laughs> first time for every goddamn thing. Yeah. No, not the first time. I actually had one guy who was going up for a nickel. And uh, in case nobody knows what the slang is, a, uh, a nickel is five years. Um, three for good behavior. But he's going up. And uh, he rented me out for a couple hours so, you know, he can go get his load on, go to the strip club, you know, get zooted, get drunk. And then I dropped his ass off. And then they looking at me like, no, you did not just and like it. Sure did. He wanted some fun before he, you know, went away for a couple years. I obliged because fuck you pay me. Moving on. So in this torrential rainstorm that we have... Uh, you can thank me now for getting that shit stuck in your head alright moving on so in this torrential downpour we had uh, we had some fun Um, I I can't say it's as much fun as DC going to jail but uh we did have another one of the Binky and Blanket tours. Um, had one of those on Saturday after the uh, Frederick Beer Fest. <laughs> yeah, I love the Binky and the Blanket where, you know, I got to help you out, put you in your house, and, you know, make sure I lock and close the door. Right. Yeah, except this person didn't pay for the whole Binky and Blanket session, so he just got put in his vestibule with the door closed. I mean, whether or not he woke up, not my problem uh, yes binky in a blanket is usually when um, you are far too intoxicated to make your way anywhere near your home or door and I have to help you into your house it's morality not saying that you know it's the law but it's morality my soul has enough stains on it to last two lifetimes not trying to wake up and, you know, see on the news that the person I dropped off got murdered and whatever, you know. And it's sad that actually you rely on me to do this and not your friends because, you know, your friends are supposedly your friends. Not pawning you off on like the, ooh, he has a good profile and a 5.0 rating. Yeah. Not pawning, me off, pawning you off on the rideshare driver. Either which way. What else did we have happen? Oh, here's one for you. So I picked up this person mm, about six months ago. Now, as I said, I'm a mutant. I remember faces. I remember names, perfumes, scents. I remember it. You know, if it's something that strikes me, usually it gets filed away. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know? But, um... I had this lady, and I've picked her up before, and you know, when I picked her up before, she was drunk as a skunk, and yeah, things have not changed. Now, normally when I do the walk of shame, um, the walk of shame runs, there are a few times where it's kind of hairy, 
you know, I've had no pooter pants, no service. I've had um, people just jump in and lose their rings, quote unquote, a.k.a. The dumb bitch who was like, oh, I, I left my wedding band. No, bitch, you didn't leave your wedding band in my goddamn car. Try that Scooby-Doo bullshit on someone else. We know where you left it. And it was not in the Subi baby. Uh, so, yeah. You know, the walk of shame runs usually fun. But this one was interesting. So, I pick up this lady and her date. And, you know, she says absolutely nothing. And she's normally this kind of quiet. Um, cause I remember, but he starts talking, you know, he's just going off on this to entire scenario of what they had happened last night and how he just got a flag. What do you mean? You just got the fuck out of jail. FCPD pulls me over 24 seven flag. All right. I, I need to know right now. Cause you, that that root stop that that's cancel a ride get the fuck on, all right. Cause I do not need imperial entanglements because FCPD jumps out and is like, right, driver step out the vehicle. I'm like, oh, yeah. Old boy just got out this got out of jail. You know he being drunk. And, of course, being with libations, people tend to be a little, you know, loose in their stories and tend to tell you everything that you really don't want to know, like, a.k.a. involving me in the conspiracy theory. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I got, I went to jail, and, uh, you know, I did my 10 years, and I'm back as a productive member of a flag. Every con that I know that goes in the joint and comes out, tells the parole board the same damn statement. Same one. When I get out, I'm going to be a productive member of society. I've learned my lesson. I found the Lord. There's some that do. Okay? I'm not judging you. But when you've had a few libations, and this is a roll-off-the-tongue statement, it tends to make me be a little more incredulous. Okay. Not saying anything wrong, but either which way. Moving on. So, sorry, not sorry. Um, yeah, so he's going on about how this party, they were at this party for him getting out. And, you know, she went to the bathroom. She was crying because her family doesn't like her. And I'm like, yeah, because I would known her for about what six months seven months ago and within the 40 minute trip that it took for me to get her home because she changed her mind 15 freaking times okay and then wanted me to stop at a liquor store to get more alcohol when in fact she had already been well beyond the legal limit for consumption of alcohol i swear to god i thought this lady had a wooden leg yeah, I can pretty much understand why her parent, why your parents or your peeps or your family or whatever the fuck they were don't like her, okay? Because she was boisterous as shit the last time I had her. Did anything change? No. Not at all. So, he's giving me the whole spiel and I stop, pull over, let him out. Because now, stop one, drop him off. And I'm like, ah, shit. 
Stop two is drop her off. Ah, Jesus, this is going to be a re yep, a repeat. So, here's the math. Now, I know most people hate me because I'm going to say this. Train A and train B. I saw that. No deep breaths. Um, stop one is eight minutes from where I picked them up. So, about four miles. Stop two is nine miles from stop one. So as we're on our way to stop one, because it's back in the woods, and I'm like, ah, shit. And in her true demeanor, exactly what she did the last time, being very pushy because she's drunk, she immediately just jumped on up in the front. Flag, eight hours of paperwork, Glory all red, he touched me. Everybody who's listened to this podcast should already know how I'm looking at her right now. Yep. Scoop both butt cheeks over to the far left-hand door and start driving like I got some common sense. Because we're going to try and make this nine minutes that flag. Nine minutes is now turned into 15 minutes because there are no gas stations near our house. And we are two minutes away from our house when she looks at me and says, DC, you look familiar. Mm, I, I get that a lot. Not trying to get this lady into a remember me. Yeah, not trying to because it's for something in the morning. Boo boo. I ain't trying to be that friendly. Especially since I know how belligerent you got the last time with me. And yeah. Can we go to Wawa? Flag. Wawa is 22 minutes the other direction. I'll pay. Oh, shit. Sure. The Subi baby. Made it. You turn. Guess I'm a glutton for punishment. So we get on up in there. And we're at the Wawa. And she jumps out and she does her little saunter and strut into the, into the Wawa. I just need a pack of cigarettes. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody on this podcast who's listened to, what, 57, 58 episodes should already know what's getting ready to happen. Right. And if you don't, welcome to the podcast. It's your old boy, DC. I am the purveyor of odd, weird, and strange. So she jumps in there. And she goes and gets her cigarettes. So she comes back out. She's got four packs of cigarettes. They wouldn't run my ID. Flag. <laughs> why would they not run your ID? And why are you telling me that? Um, they said my ID was fake. Flag. <laughs> You're involving me in a fucking conspiracy, damn it. <laughs> so, whoop, whoop. Uh, uh, uh. Son of a biscuit. Yep. So, FCPD comes rolling up. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I think we need to just get driving. Why? What the fuck did you do? Sir? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so-and-so, and I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. Have you seen uh, anything strange or... No, I really haven't. 
back of my mind, the dancing monkey saying, yeah, this bitch sitting next to me. Fucking strange. Fucking weird. Fucking belligerent. Ma'am? Oh, hello, Mr. Officer. Oh, shit, I'm going to get shot. <laughs> have you seen anything? No, I have not. You folks have a good morning. Help me, please. Still don't know what the fuck happened inside the fucking gas station. Don't know, not trying to find out, not trying to ask. The purveyor of odd, the purveyor of weird, and the teller of strange tales that are unbelievably true. I survived the horror movie. Rule number one, you don't fucking ask questions. Rule number two, you don't investigate the spooky house. Rule number three, big people are hard to kidnap. Eat more motherfucking cake. I might have diabetes, but you eat more motherfucking cake. It makes people second thoughts about, you know, pulling your ass in the snatch van. So as we're pulling out, now we're on the road, we're going down the road, you know. Now we get into the whole 22-minute drive. What did I say? Glutton for punishment. So, you look really familiar. No, I sure don't. Are you sure I... You sure you haven't taken me? I'm sure I haven't taken you home. Yeah. Mm -mm. We're, we're not going to get into it. Can I turn up your music? Sure. If that'll get you to shut the fuck up and look out the goddamn window, be my goddamn guest. So. And you know what? That was the calmest this woman has ever been. Because the last time she got so goddamn belligerent, I actually had to pull the car over so she can get out and do a dance break. You heard me, a dance break on South Street. Right. She bought, and I swear to you, some brass monkey, and she jumped out the car on South Street and did a fucking dance break in the middle of the street. Purveyor of odd, purveyor of weird. Either which way. Wrapping this podcast up, I want to thank everybody for uh, coming to and being a part of this podcast and uh, this has been your old boy DC and this has been Diary of Rideshare the most bingeable podcast out here on the net peace